Let's get sweaty. Welcome to this brand new episode of Shenmue Dojo Interviews. Uh, I've got a really, really exciting guest for you on this episode today. She has appeared in a whole host of anime over the years, including Mother of Goddesses Dormitory, My Teen Romantic Comedy, Food Wars, and much, much more. As well as that, she's also transitioned into the world of video game voiceover as well with a new release to come. But not only that, she has transitioned over into the Shenmue community as one of our favourite characters from the games and now the anime. My guest on the dojo today is the voice of Shen Ha from Shenmue the anime, Natalie Rial. So Natalie, welcome to the dojo. How are you doing? Thank you so much. Uh, I'm doing pretty good today. How about you? Yeah, all good. It's um, it's evening here, nice and warm in my house and getting to talk about Shenmue. I, I could... Couldn't be better, shall we say? I'm glad to have you on. I'm glad. I'm very glad to be here. So, before we dive into the Shenmue stuff, could you sort of give me a sort of career tour? How you got into anime and how you sort of became uh, a voiceover actor in the industry? Yeah. Um. So the way I got into the industry is a little different than I know quite a few other people have. Um. I was actually fairly lucky, um, as my sister has been doing anime for quite a long time. Um, back when I was in high school, she messaged me and said, hey, there's a show that I'm working on. They need a few more female actors. And I know you've been doing theater your whole life. So would you like to go ahead and, and come on? And so I recorded my first show when I was about 17. And then I didn't record for a couple years. And I really, really wanted to be in this industry. So I actually sent an email over to the company I recorded with the first time. And I said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm still around and I would love to continue in this industry. Um, if you have roles for me, or if you have auditions open, I would, I would love to come around and, you know, it, it just, I got an email back and it went from there. And I've been recording, um, quite a bit more since that email about, uh, I would say five years ago now. So I was having a look on your IMDb earlier, and you've got a, obviously a massive range of credits through a lot of different anime titles um, within quite a short space of time. If you've only been sort of doing this for the last sort of five years, um, could you list some sort of some of the favourite titles that you worked on, or any particular characters that you, you've had favourites that you've recorded? Yeah, um, that's actually a really hard question <laughs> because I've done so many different shows, and I've had such a different range of characters that. You know, they all kind of have a special place in my heart. Um, so I, I did a show. One of the one of the first big shows that I did was called "Is It Wrong to Try and Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon," and it was a very very fun show about you know being part of a magical family and, and fighting monsters and and it's just this really fun action packed anime. Um, and that one, you know, I've always really had a soft place in my heart for that one because it was one of the first big ones that I did. Um, but I have a character um, in a show called Domestic Girlfriend, um, Rui Tachibana, and the show's a little taboo, um, but her character, um, Rui's character, really develops 
throughout the show. Um, and you see her become this beautiful emotional character um, coming from someone who is who is very dry at the beginning of the show. And I think it's beautiful to watch. And I, I absolutely love that show for that reason. Um, of course, I really, really enjoyed being a part of Shinmu. Um, I think it's a really cool story from what I've seen in the recording process. And as I will learn as the show actually comes out alongside everyone watching it, um, it was a really cool process. Um, and then there's this character that I just did. It's actually a re-record of a show that's on Netflix called Kakuguri. And the character I play, Madari, is just oh my gosh, she's insane. Um, and it's something completely different than I've ever gotten to do in the studio. And it was so different and so much fun. And I, I'm hoping that I get, I can continue doing characters like her in the future, but it was just absolutely amazing to do something so vastly different than what I've ever done before. And, um, I definitely went through a lot of tea drinking that show <laughs> to try and soothe my throat. So what's so different about this character to all the other ones that you've played across your career? So throughout my career, I've played a lot of characters very similar to um, Xinhua and uh, my character Rui that I was speaking about earlier in the sense that they are very close to my own vocal range. Um, they, they sound very similar to my natural tone. Or I've played characters yeah. that are um, very high-pitched, very excitable, very up in my higher registers, or um, even higher than that. Um, and then this character, Madari, she is very crazy. Um, she's obsessed with gambling to the sense that she takes it too far um, a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And she, her, her vocal range changes quite frequently to show the insanity inside of her. It's it's a little bit deeper in my register. It's a lot of vocal fry thrown in there. It's a lot of screaming. Um, and it was very unique for me to get to do something like that since it's not something I've ever really gotten to explore too much before. And is that something you'd want to explore more of in the future? Oh, very much so. I've been a sucker for horror my entire life. Um, I grew up watching the Friday the 13th movies way earlier than I should have. <laughs> so I've always really enjoyed the craziness and, and the weird characters. And um, I always, when I was in theater growing up, I always would tell people that my dream role would, would be Mrs. Lovett and Sweeney Todd because she's so different. Um, so I hope that I get to progress in my career and continue doing these these interesting and, and different crazy characters. That sounds really cool. You get on with my wife, I reckon. She's a massive horror <laughs> horror buff. She loves like Friday the Thirteenth, It, and some of the the old yeah. classics as well. She's a big big buff for horror. Like, she constantly watches the stuff on it's Netflix. So much fun. I just I feel like it it makes you feel more alive, getting that little thrill and that scare in you every now and then. It does, and I find the music's what gets me in horror. Yes. Oh, yes. It, 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 it sends a chill, and the music will be in my head for days mm -hmm. afterwards, and I'm still like, ooh, hairs on my neck, <laughs> and all of that. But any, anyway, um, Shenmue, obviously the anime is out currently, but we'll talk a bit more about the nitty-gritty around it in a minute. Had you actually heard of Shenmue before being cast as Shenhua? I actually hadn't. Um, so I grew up 
not really playing a lot of video games. Uh, my mom didn't buy me any gaming systems. It wasn't until I was in, I want to say middle school, that my dad decided to buy me a Wii for New oh, Year's yeah. so that he wouldn't have to spend money on fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and since then, I've kind of become this huge video game nerd. And, you know, I have a PS4 and a PS3 and a PS2 and um, and a Wii and a Nintendo Switch. And I've, I've been trying to gobble up all these games that I didn't get to play growing up. So, you know, all the Batman games I've been playing, Crash Bandicoot, yeah. um, Horizon Zero Dawn is like my favorite thing in the whole world right now. Um Borderlands, all those really crazy games that I never got to play. Um, so I had never really heard of, of Shinmu um, until I got the audition for the show. And then I started doing you know, my research on it and talking to my brother, who is actually um, about 10 years older than me. And he yeah. was playing video games in the time that Shinmu came out. And when I first was able to announce the role, he messaged me. And told me, oh my gosh, I played that game when I was growing up. I loved it so much. I can't believe you're in the show. And so I got to talk to him a little bit about the games and and learn a little bit about them through him. Really cool. That's really, mm-hmm. really cool that there's that link with your brother there. Um, I'm glad he's a fan, actually. Are you, are you going to try and play the games at any point or with all the other games you've got to catch up on? Will it be in the backlog? I definitely want to play it. Um, I, I've been trying to actually i would like to play it on its original um console i'd like to try and find a dreamcast to play it on um just because i like play like i played a lot of games on the gamecube once i started getting back into gaming i i borrowed a gamecube from one of my friends and started playing a bunch of games that originally came out on the gamecube because i just think it's such a cool way to kind of you know get that media is is to go back and see it the way that it originally was supposed to be seen and originally supposed to be played so i'm trying to find a way to do that and get my hands on that kind of stuff and as soon as i do i'm definitely going to be playing it because everyone's been talking about forklifts and i need to find out what that's about because i have no idea ah i won't i won't spoil it for you then i'll I'll leave it there but it's a very much it's a shenmue joke and when you play the Mm -hmm. game you you will get that joke and uh, there's other jokes in the game as well sailors yeah. is another one i've heard a lot <laughs> yeah you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> sailors sailors is the other one that's quite popular especially with the first game and the second game's a bit more a bit faster paced than the first game but i'd be very interested when you played it to hear what you, you thought of it considering it's quite 20 odd years yes. now that it, that came yes. out and on original hardware as well i think you'll be you'll be in for yes. a treat but i am also incredibly biased so <laughs> that's what everyone's been telling me who's actually played it is that it's it's one of those games that like nowadays of course the graphics aren't going to match up to what we're used to nowadays nowadays like as I said with Horizon being my favorite game it's it's a beautiful stunning game and yes, I know that Shinmu is a little more pixelated and all that so I, it's going to be a little bit of a shock going to that but what I've heard is that it's it's one of those games that just like once you play it, it just grabs your grabs a hold of you and it's just it becomes one of your favorites instantly. Yeah, that's exactly how I'd describe it. If you if you get on with it and you enjoy it, I, mm-hmm. I think you're hooked for life, quite frankly. I'm really I'm really looking forward to it. Brilliant. I'd, I'd be very interested to hear what you think of it when you when you get around to playing it. Um, yeah. So 
good luck and when Thank you get you. to when you get the forklift joke you <laughs> you, you will laugh out loud to yourself believe me <laughs> okay so we sort of touched on this a little bit already um you talked about the audition process for mm-hmm. Shenhua how did that sort of come about um you getting to audition for Shenhua and then obviously getting the part itself so I um I got an email um asking me to come in and audition for um Shenmu and didn't really know much about it I was like sure I'd love to audition and um I went to the studio. They gave me a, a a sheet of paper that had a couple different characters on it, a couple a couple different of the the girls in in the show. Yeah. Um. And I went through, and it had a little description of each character, and and showed their picture. And I, I went through and I read what each character was like, kind of their personalities, just to get a feel of the characters. And I said, you know, these are the characters that. I'd like to audition for, which to be honest was all of them because they all sounded really interesting. Um, and then I went into the booth and each one, you know, you, I, they had the uh, screen in front of me with mm-hmm. the script on one side. And at this time the show wasn't even fully animated yet. Um, yeah. So I, I was the sketched out parts of the show and I went in and auditioned a few lines for each character. And then that was about it for a few months. Um, I didn't hear anything back for a while. And in this industry, you know, if you don't hear anything, you're like, oh, okay, well, I didn't get it. Let's let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a few months later, I, I get a call back for uh, for Xinhua and I went in and recorded the uh, the poem. Yeah. Um, and, and the way that it was written at that time, it went through quite a few changes. Yeah. Um, so I, I read that a couple times and it was sent off to the producers and didn't hear back for another few months. And then I would say about six months after my original audition, I got a call um, letting me know that I got Xinhua. And I I didn't know much about the show or the game, as I had said, but, you know, she was on all the posters. Yeah, true. <laughs> so true. Um, I, I didn't know what that meant in, in um, sense of how much I was going to be recording, but I, I, I knew that there was going to be something pivotal pivotal about her um and i'd been interested in her the most out of any of the characters because she's so mysterious yeah um that as soon as i as soon as i was told that that was the character that i got as soon as i got off the phone i just started crying (laughs) i was um because she was the one that i really really wanted and a lot of the times in this industry that's not really how it works you want a character but you might not fit that character very well in the eyes of the producer or the director yeah and to get the character that i thought was just so interesting just from reading that little paragraph about her i was just blown away and ecstatic and i probably cried for about 20 minutes before i regained myself and was able to Accept it and and be excited and not a blubbering mess in the middle of my office at work. <laughs> oh, that's that's really cool. And do you remember what the character brief was for her in that little paragraph at all? Trying to, I don't remember the exact words, but it was along the lines of she was, you know, a, a young woman um, that was mysterious and, and almost ethereal, very in tune with nature. Yeah. Um, and and the animals around her um 
very much an old soul kind of vibe to her. Um, and the mysterious and the ethereal were really what kind of caught me. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. that just sounds so fun and interesting. And, and I, I would love to be a part of that. And her character design is just, she's so freaking cute. <laughs> she's so cute. Um, and I just, I was very enamored with her when I first got that audition sheet. And she was the original one that I was like, yes, that character. I, I want to play her. Thank you. And I think that, that summary does sum her up very well. She is, she is mysterious. We don't know yes. a whole lot about her, even really in what what is now three games. We don't know mm-hmm. too much about her, her lineage and everything else in between. So I'm to hear that they've nailed that description of a, as a fan pleases me um, yeah. <laughs> of, a, of a long time. And then to hear that that appeal to you and obviously appeal to your passion around that character, it's really, mm-hmm. I really enjoy hearing about that. And I think it comes across actually in um, the first teaser trailer they released, I think around October, the Comic-Con. Yes, the first version of the poem that I recorded. <laughs> was that the third version of the poem? The first. It was the, the first, first version. That was actually um, that that teaser that they released um I, it was at a convention that they released it that was actually my audition that, that was your audition it. it was oh wow so that, that was, was mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. that was my audition that wasn't um a finalized product and I actually didn't even know they were going to be releasing it I got a call from my director saying hey I just want to let you know that they just dropped a, a teaser um for Shinmu and it's just you talking and they released it at a convention so just to, just a heads up, um, you can't talk about it yet. So if anyone asks you, deny it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember we were, I was watching that live on stream and they, we were watching the panel that it was, it came out at mm-hmm. and I was like, is that, that Shenhua? That's slightly <laughs> different to the games, but it's very, very similar, mm-hmm. getting confused. And then <laughs> and we were, we, we, it, it bugged us for months as to who it was. <laughs> we couldn't work <laughs> it out. Oh, wow. That's oh, your first audition and they throw out a teaser trailer with the, yep. the prophecy, which is yep. quite a big part of Shenmue. Exactly. I was I was shocked at, at that point, to say the least. I was like, we haven't even... At that point, we were still recording the show and we actually hadn't finalized what the prophecy was going to sound like yet. Um, going between my director and the producers, they were volleying back and forth for a while, trying to figure out the exact phrasing um, for the prophecy for the show. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure you could tell it's not the same as what's in the the teaser. It's it's two different prophecies, same for the most part, but the phrasing is a little bit different. And then, yeah. so we hadn't even recorded it for the show yet. We were still rewriting it at that point, and to see that they had released it. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, interesting. It's it's really cool, but I, I wasn't expecting that yet. No, um, but it was, I, I can tell you from the community, it was incredibly well received. I mean, we dissected it line by line. <laughs> you know, hang on, that's, that's different from the games. But then the games, I think, have about three or four different variations of the prophecy. So yes. the fact it's been rewritten, rewritten isn't, isn't uncommon, but it, I remember hearing that and going, yeah, that that voice fits fits her perfectly. Oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. As coming from someone who who played the games and and loved them, that that is all I could want is to give this character and do this character justice. 
um, to the fans. I, I just, I want to be what, what you guys want her to be. Well, we're definitely off to an exceptionally good start, I think. And and then hearing her um, in the first episode, which again, mm-hmm. with the prophecy in the mm-hmm. cave, um, which is iconic for another reason in that that was the last scene of Shenmue 2 and yes. we had a cliffhanger for 20 years. So <laughs> hearing that prophecy in the cave is the opener to the anime that sent um, chills down my spine. And That's it was good to hear. Beautifully done, I must must say. Thank you very much. So going into sort of the character of Shenhai, we, t- we touched on this a little bit in terms of her character traits. You like mm-hmm. the mysteriousness around her, the fact that she's at one with nature. Mm-hmm. Were there any other particular traits that jumped out about her that you liked? And also, were there any that you weren't too sure about? I, I really love the way she is with animals. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the beginning of, of the first episode, you see her with her sheep. Yeah. Um, talking about the sun setting and the horizon. and Yeah. Um, or sun rising. Um, and I just think it's it's very cute. I like that about her very much. You can tell she really cares about animals um, and cares about her village um, mm. as well. You, it's a little hint. You see that a little bit more as well. Um, and I really love that aspect about her. She seems to be a, vin- a very genuine and caring human, um, which I think is, is is very, very sweet. I, I enjoy that aspect of her. Um, from what I've seen and recorded with her, I don't really know if there's anything that I would say I dislike about her. Yeah. Um, I think overall she's a very kind hearted person and, um, very genuine. And I think that it it would be hard to find something to dislike about her as a character. Brilliant. Thank you for that. And she, she is, she is very much, very kind, very genuine, Mm -hmm. um, if sometimes a little maybe naive considering she's grown up in a village that mm-hmm. is cut off from everything and anywhere else in China but she is at one with nature and she yeah. does care about her village and her um, her father and the people around her I think that that speaks volumes actually mm-hmm. of her character and the way yes. she is so going into the the technicalities around recording how yeah. how were your lines done were you, were you recording these on your own did you record any w- with any other voice actors how was it all put together so um in the studio setting it's typically just one person in the booth at the t- at a time yeah um however what is really cool is depending on when you go in to record as an actor um if someone's gone in to record before you their mm-hmm. their lines are already synced to the show so if you're recording with someone or recording after someone that you are in a scene with, you can hear their voice as you're recording. So it's it's very easy to interact with them in a very conversational manner rather than trying to create the conversation by yourself um, in a booth all alone. Um, so there are a couple scenes in, in the show where I went in after a few of the other actors and I got to interact with them, um, which was very cool. Now, getting to interact with um, the main character, Rao, um, I don't, I, I didn't get to go in after him. He recorded last because he is a main character and typically the main character is the last actor to record. Okay. So any of my interactions with Austin, um, it was always me first. So yeah. um, luckily, um, Shenhua as a character is um, a little more mild um Mm a little more um wise sounding i would say um in her speech patterns and um 
it, it's a little easier to go that route rather than being a very over emotional character interacting with no one. So um, thankfully, uh, it was a little bit easier with her than it has been for some other characters. But for the most part, it was it was just me all by my lonesome and my director in the other room, you know, yeah. and the producer on, on um, like a Zoom call. Yeah. And and that was about it. And they were just saying, yep, that sounded good. Or no, we got to redo that one a few times. Let's try it a different way. And and that was pretty much how we went along for the entire time in the studio. And how long do you, do you think you were in the studio for, um, roughly? Now, I, I will say this, <laughs> this, this time does not reflect line count. I will say that for sure. Okay. Because we did go back and re-record things quite a few times just yeah. to get them absolutely perfect. But I would say I probably spent about five hours in the studio for this show, um, which is quite a long time um, for only a 13-episode show. Is not being a lead five hours is typically quite a long time. Um but we did, you know, the the prophecy, um, for example. I, I think we spent two hours alone on that, um, wow. rewriting and re-recording and 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 doing that over and over and over again until we got it to be just perfect and the way that we wanted it to sound and flow and and just be the right verbiage for the way they wanted the animation to feel brilliant and were they were they rewriting it literally while you were recording it or were they coming back to you and said you need to do it again or was it, or was it happening literally on the fly it was on the fly it was um a lot of well this we don't like the way this word sounds with this word so let's change this word up right here and see how that flows and then we would record it and then they'd go mm, well now i don't like this other part so then we would rewrite that one part and go back in and, and record and they they would ask me, do you know, do you want to just go ahead and do this one line or do you want to record the entire thing? And I was like, well, just for, you know, sake of making sure it flows and sounds right, let's just record the whole prophecy from the beginning. And I would just go through and I would say the the whole thing that, you know, by by the time I was done recording the show, um, I could say that prophecy without even looking at a script. I had said it so many times that it was just <laughs> ingrained in my memory. Brilliant. That's that's really cool to hear. And sort of feed, it feeds into my next question, actually. Um, were there any sort of particular moments that stand out from your time recording as Shenhua? Oh, gosh. Um, the whole thing was really fun because it was um, recorded in one studio, but being produced by a separate studio. Yeah. Um, it was a very unique experience. When I typically go in to record an anime, it's with the company that is producing it. Okay. Um, and I just go in and I record and I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just with one person, my director. Well, with this one, we were with the, product, the my director and the producer. So I was getting feedback from two people at once, which was really cool um, because it wasn't just, you know, one person that I've worked with a couple times. It was someone who I had never spoken with in my entire life from an entirely different country, um, giving me feedback on my acting that I had never heard before. And it was, it was very, very cool to be a part of. So, so I don't, it's kind of hard to pick just one favorite part because it was all just so unique and so different and interesting and, and just a really fun thing to be a part of. Um, and I, I enjoyed all of that, but if, if you're talking like lines in general, um, I mean, the prophecy is beautiful and recording it, I felt like Katara from the beginning of Avatar, the last airbender. Brilliant. Um, and that was just, that was super fun to me. When I finished recording it the first time for the audition, I, I left and I was like, man, 
I, I just I feel like I feel like Katara. I'm announcing this big, you know, adventure coming along and this prophecy and it's just like I would finish it and I laughed and I looked at my director after we finished recording and I said, and I believe that he can save the world like Katara does at the end of Avatar. Yeah. And I I just I laughed at myself really hard for that one because it just <laughs> it felt so similar. Brilliant. That's and and as I said before, um the prophecy sounds excellent and thank you. It does resonate really with the community. And that sort of comes in again to my my next sort of question. Obviously you've recorded all your lines. Mm-hmm. Um they announced the release date, which we've been as Shenmue fans, we've been clamoring for the release date ever since they announced the thing in, in September twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So we've been waiting a while. What were you what were you thinking pre release in terms of your your hopes for it and and how it would be received i was terrified i was absolutely terrified um i knew that this game was so loved by the community that played it and with knowing who shenhua was as a character i knew that she was a very liked character as well yeah and i was so scared that <laughs> It was going to air and people were going to be like, that's not what she should sound like. I don't like it. I don't like her. This is horrible. This is terrible. I was shaking when I, <laughs> the, the day that that show came out, when, when Shinmu aired on Saturday, I was just terrified. And to see the way that people have been responding to it, um, it it's made me so, so very happy. And I, I feel like I've, as of now, I feel like I've I've done her justice for the fans, and that is all I could ever hope for with this show is is the fans loving her and loving the way that I've portrayed her as much as you know they did when they played the games for the first time. Brilliant. Thank you. And I've obviously only seen one episode, but I think <laughs> that that resonates across the whole of the anime is. I think it's been put together with a lot of care and attention Mm -hmm. and everybody who has been in it, I think has taken that time to really get to know the characters, get a feel for them and actually want, want to make them their own. And I think it definitely comes across and well, the reception speaks for itself, quite frankly, I think. Oh yeah. um, I mean, it was trending on Twitter and that, that alone, like I squealed, I saw that it was trending on Twitter and I was like, Oh my gosh. I, I totally freaked out for, for a second um, when I saw that it was trending because I, I honestly, I think that might have been the first time anything that I've ever done has trended on, on Twitter. And as an actor, that's a, a big deal. And, you know, as someone who, you know, wants the show to do well, that was even cooler to see that people, not just fans, but people who have never heard of it before watching the show yeah. and, and liking it was very exciting to see was that in your mind then just as a sort of side question obviously the community are, are one element of it and as, as you know Shenmue the community and every everything around it we're quite a passionate bunch been yes. around a long a long time um so there's us that are sat there waiting with thinking right what you know, how's this going to go in terms of following the games etc which it does mm-hmm. very very well at the moment and then the other sort of wider anime community so you've got sort of almost a double whammy of expectation there how, how was that um it's it's definitely um 
it was kind of a lot to think about at the time because I definitely I was thinking about both aspects of it. I was, you know, wanting to be true to, you know, the character so that fans of Shinmu would enjoy it. But I also um, was so nervous with, you know, the anime community as a whole. Yeah. You know, the ones who haven't played Shinmu, how they would, you know, accept it and and. You know, people who maybe have watched some of my shows and, you know, wanted to, you know, see something that was similar to something else I played. And it, it's she's not really a lot like a ton of my other characters. Um, you know, she's not this, you know, hyper ecstatic character. She's very, very different. Um, so I, I was hoping that, you know, people and all would in, would enjoy the show and so far they have and i hope they continue to do so because i know for a fact that i put a, in a lot of care into this character and you know austin always puts a lot of care into all the characters that he is in as well um and i think that he's doing a fantastic job um you know i i know a lot of a lot of the actors that are in this show and i think that they all really did put a lot of care into it and I, I just I hope that, you know, everyone can see that and that it shows through their work. And so far, I think it is. And that just makes me very happy as an actor. And it makes me very happy as, as, as a Shenmue fan. And I think it shows publicly when all you guys are out supporting it, giving mm -hmm. it your all. I think, again, it just feeds into that that care for your characters and, and for and for Shenmue as, mm -hmm. as as an anime. I think it I think it definitely shows in in. What, what we've seen so far, the quality of the anime is out, yeah. absolutely outstanding. I couldn't have asked for anything better, personally. The, the animation of it is is absolutely stunning as well. It's it's they did a fantastic job animating Shenmue and just making it this this gorgeous visual thing to look at. And it, it just it, it it blew my mind when I first watched the show on Saturday, along with everyone else when I watched it. Um, coming from seeing it in, you know, the sketched version yeah. during the audition to seeing what it became, it was just so unbelievably cool. I can't describe how good it is. I watched it. Well, we reacted to it live on on mm -hmm. stream. I I am. Um, it was it was about five a.m. aired in the UK, mm -hmm. so I had to go into hiding until about eight o'clock that evening. Um, <laughs> even my wife watched it before me. <laughs> And I remember saying, shouting down to her, asking her if it was any good, and she said, "You're gonna like it." I'm like, "Okay, this is this is good." And she's a real big anime fan. And I sat on stream with the co-owner of this place. Yeah. And we watched it. Obviously, no footage shown because we'll get shut down for that. Mm -hmm. And um, I was absolutely gobsmacked. I had chills. It was that good. I I can't tell you how much that that means to me, and I know it would mean to all the other actors involved, but. We we all really appreciate hearing something like that because we we did put a lot of care into into this show and it shows. So I'd like to thank personally you. thank you for that, and I know the community would would echo echo that comment from me as well. I think it absolutely shows in abundance. But moving away from that a little bit, um, without giving any spoilers, because I know there's you know, twelve more episodes to come as as we're <laughs> recording this. Um, what can we expect from Shenhua in the anime? You, you get a little bit more of, um, you know, her background. Yeah. Of who she is as a character. 
um, and how she interacts with other people as well as animals, um, which I, I know I keep touting, but I just I think it's so mm-hmm. cute. Her little sheep is the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> um, and you, I will say you do see more of her. Um, yeah. And I, I don't want to say too terribly much. No, that's um, fair. Because I don't know how different it is from the games because I have yet to play them. Um, I don't know exactly where it differs and where it's the same. Um, so I, okay. I don't want to say too terribly much, but I, I will say you do definitely get to see more of her before the show is over. And that's really exciting because um, we were obviously talking before beforehand and, and she's very elusive in the games. But <laughs> I, will, I will leave that question there because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing how much more we get of her because her character is one of the most interesting in the series by far because we know so little about her at this point. And and that's what drew me to her as well. Like even, I will say even now, I don't know everything about her. Um, so I, I'm still, you know, I, I still want to know more about her as a character and I don't know um, how much more I will get to learn. I, you know, keeping my fingers crossed that at some point uh, we get to continue this show. Um, and we get to continue learning more about her. But, you know, I'll learn alongside with you guys, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, that's great. And you just answered my next question, actually. Would you want to come back and do season two if they if they did do it? I would love to. If if they greenlit season two for this show, I would, I would be there in a heartbeat because it is such a unique story and so different and fun. And I love... Shinwa is a character so much and I would love to revisit her and and see what more she has to offer and and see more about her and learn more about her and get to go on this giant prophecy that they're talking about and see where that leads. I just I would love to see Shinmu continue on past what what we have as of now. Brilliant. Well, when you play the games I think you're in for a treat anyway and <laughs> I'm excited. I cannot wait to see the rest of this this come out and all 13 episodes I'm, I'm really looking forward to see seeing where it where it does things close to the games but also where it does things a little bit differently and changes yeah. things up I think yeah. it should be that way because it's a new medium it's a new interpretation of, mm-hmm. of a fantastic story yes moving away then from Shenmue because I could talk about it all day and <laughs> believe me I could um I wanted to sort of talk about have you got any other sort of projects that have just come out that you can talk about um, that you, you've worked on or are working on? Well, the most the most recent one to this was actually um, the second season of Kakaguri, um, yeah. which was that character that I spoke about that's so vastly different from my other ones. Mm-hmm. So that show, um, the second season on Blu-ray, which is the only way that um, you would be able to hear my version of it, yeah. um, that just dropped. And so... I'm still very much on a high from that character as well as Shinwa because I, I recorded them just about at the same time. Okay. Um, and then I do have something new coming out that I can't quite talk about yet. Um, but it is my first um, video game that I've gotten to be a part of. And so um, I do get to say that much, but I, I definitely can't say what game, what character, anything like that yet. But um, Ooh, okay. Very, very excited for that. It's something different and um, 
very similar in the sense to doing something totally different than anything I've ever done. It's it's similar in sense to the way that Shinmu was recorded, where I it's not just me and my director. It was, you know, the producer of the game as well for that one. And so it was a very different thing to record and getting to sit in there and do, you know, when your character is moving and stuff in the game, they, they make, you know, video game sounds. They like have the attacking sounds yeah, and different versions of the attacking sound and spells that they say and, and things like that. And getting to record all that kind of stuff in different ways. So it sounds similar, but different as it does in a video game. Um, that was, that was really fun. And would you want to do more video games if, if the opportunity arose? Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the Borderlands series continues and I can audition for those at some point. <laughs> I'd be surprised if Borderlands didn't. Massive, huge, huge series. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm hoping they keep going and I'm, I'm hoping that one day, those being one of my favorite games of all time, I'm hoping one day I can say, I've, I'm a talking gun in Borderlands or something, <laughs> something silly like that. <laughs> oh, I love Borderlands. So tongue-in-cheek so as well. Good fun. It's, oh, it's such a fun game. Love it. Right. My last question um, to sort of bring us to a close is, do you have a message for, for the Shenmue community now that the anime is out there? I, I honestly, I just want to say thank you all so much for caring about Shenmue as much as you do and for, you know, wanting the best from this show. And I really hope that, you know, we can continue to give that to you guys. And um, everything that I've seen so far, I want to say thank you for accepting me <laughs> as your Shinhua. Um, I, I was very nervous about that and um, seeing how um, she's been accepted and how the show itself has been accepted. It it makes my heart very happy. And I, I appreciate it so so very much and um i hope that you all love her at least my version of her as much as i did brilliant thank you very much so natalie all that remains for me to say is thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk to me about the shenmue anime and shenhua um as i as i said a few times i yeah, the community are absolutely thrilled with with your version of shenhua um, the anime is fantastic. Um, if people haven't watched it yet, you're in hiding or whatever, you want to binge watch it, um, don't binge watch it. Watch it now because you're torturing yourself because it's that damn good. <laughs> it really is. So, Natalie, thank you very much for coming on today. And for everybody listening to this, um, thank you as always for taking the time to listen to the interview series and our podcast. You can catch us over on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all the usual social media channels. And I will be back with another interview down the line very, very shortly. Thank you, everyone, and take care. <laughs>